Thank you for downloading the podcast. We pray the Word of God will richly bless you today. Now let's get right into the Word with Pastor Rusty Martin. Hallelujah. You didn't, you didn't run out of a shout, did you? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, praise the Lord. You know, uh, just... I was just reading some scriptures and, and just, just meditating on, on being led by the Spirit of God. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll look at some scriptures here in a minute, but, but really the scripture that came up in, in, my, in my heart, in my, just, just meditating and thinking about what God wanted to say, wanted to do tonight, what the, the Spirit of God was wanting to say, is, is, it's very important, it's vital that in these last days that we are led by the Spirit of God and not led by our circumstances, not led by other people's opinions, not led, not led by uh, what money says, not led by... It's very vital. And, and, you know, the Bible says those that be led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And, and I want to tell you, we are the sons and daughters of God. But there, there, is, there is some things that we have to grow up into where we have a hearing ear. And the Bible says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word of God that they might grow thereby. Listen, we need to have the milk of the word of God. We need to be taught the word of God. That's why we need to be in church. That's why we need to have a good pastor. That's why we need to be in Sunday school. That's why, young people, you need to be in in a class where you can be taught the word of God at your level. I mean, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so as one of the greatest revelations in the world. It's simple. But the thing that brought me back to God when I was running from God, it wasn't that I knew about the gifts of the Spirit. I did. I knew about everything in the book of Revelations. I knew all kinds of stuff. But the thing that really messed me up was God still loved me. And because of that, man, I couldn't run from the love of God. The Bible says love never fails. And people began to chip away at my hard heart. By the Spirit of God, by being led by the Spirit of God. I remember Pat, Pastor Rusty and Pastor Leah were getting married. This was a few days ago, you know. They, they were getting married, and, and I, was, I was 27 years old. Uh, I, I didn't even shave. And I, I, was even, I was pretty raw, huh, baby? I was rough as a cob. And, but, but, you know, God, uh, they, they were praying for me big time. I mean, I don't know how many hours they spent praying for me, and I really I didn't care. Because I, I didn't have any plan on serving God. I didn't have it on my, you know, where do you want to be in five years? Well, I want to be at Island Church. I didn't have that on, on my agenda or anything like that. I was just doing my thing, working in a shipyard, making money, and living like a heathen. But God had a plan for my life, and, and God began to use people to begin to, to chip away at my life that were led by the Spirit of God. Yeah, there, there was one man, uh, their, their daughters come to church here on, at, at the 830 service, and uh, his name was, was Brother Ray Sanders. And we lived over here on 63rd and, and right between Hollywood and Victory. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What a combination, huh? Hollywood and Victory. And, and when a good norther would blow, our house would rock you to sleep at night. And you had to be careful you didn't sleep too close to the window or you'd get a little rain on you. But, uh, you know, thank God for what we had. It was, you know, it was the best old Al could do. But I, I want to tell you something. God began to deal with me. and God began, to, God, God began to, to, to just chip away at my heart. The Bible says the word of God is like a hammer that, that hits against the heart of people. 
And, and God sent this, this little ball-headed guy with big, you know, mutton-chop sideburns and glasses like this up, up my stairs, and he'd come knock on the door. And I knew, man, this guy's from that church over there. Man, what's, what's he doing up here? And I'd have to put my stuff under the couch and, you know, try to hide. Almost. But he'd just come up, hey, bro, hey, Alan, man, you been fishing? And just come up and talk to me and love me. That messed me up. It started just chipping away at my heart. And then, and then we were at the rehearsal dinner for Pastor Rusty and Miss Leah. And, and, and a little, remember, you've heard Pastor Rusty talk about Brother F.E. Ward. You know, he's about this tall and pretty big boy, pretty big man. And uh, he just came up to me and he said, he said, hey, Alan, he said, what are you doing? He's, I said, well, I, you know, I work at a shipyard. I bought yada, yada, told me all my little spiel. And he says, well, you're a good man. I, said, I am. You know, you don't know, you don't know what I'm under the influence of right now. And, uh, but, he, but he looked at me and he said this. He said, he, he said, you know, Alan, he said, Jesus never left you. And he said that by the Holy Ghost, see? And when you, when, listen, when you minister by the Holy Ghost, you can do more in, in five seconds than, than, than this world can do in 500 years. Than all the counseling can do. Than, 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 than all the, all, all the uh, education can do than the 12-step program can do. Wow, just one word from God, man, it began to hit against my heart and hit against my heart. And then God spoke to Sister Goodwin, who was our, I hadn't seen Sister Goodwin and I don't know when. She was 80 years old, living up in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. God spoke to her and said, you need to get down to Galveston. Alan's down there and he needs to get right with God. God spoke to her about a guy named Alan and about another guy that we know. And so I came home, uh, I think it was like on a Friday night. I came home from the shipyard. It was a Thursday night. I came home from the shipyard where I was working. And as usual, you know, I had my little you know, ritual at, when I got home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I won't go into no details. But uh, it wasn't very righteous. But you know, God still loved me and cared for me. And, and I was taking a shower, getting cleaned up. And Pat came, knocked on the, on the bathroom door. And she said, hey, uh, Sister Goodwin's in town, and, and Papa wants to take everybody out to eat at the Pelican Club. Ooh. I didn't hear Sister Goodwin as good as I heard. That, that's one meal I ain't got to pay for. But then I thought, you know, Sister Goodwin, as long as I knew her, she always loved me. She never condemned me. What well, she was being led by the Spirit of God, and I was just a sheep being led to the slaughter. I didn't know it, but it was my time to get right with God. I didn't know, and God, thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God. Where would we be without God's mercy? Man, he's so good. Make a long story short, they all went out to eat. All, all the preachers and everybody wanted to sit with Sister Goo, and I went and sat with the kids. I didn't want to get in the middle of all that. Amen. So we went over to Dad's house over at 2714 Belouche, about 930 at night. And we were all sitting in the living room, and, and I, was, I was leaning up against the fireplace. Sister Gooden was sitting in a chair, and, and there were people standing all the way around the room. And so she just sits down, you know, and, and she, she, it don't take her long to hook up to the Holy Ghost. And so she starts off on this side of the room, and she says, Brother so-and-so, what are you doing for the Lord? Well, I'm a pastor of a church, and I got, da, 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 you know, I got so many members in my church, and and then she goes to the next guy. Well, you know, I'm an elder at this church, and I, you know, blah, yada, yada, yada. And, and what do you do? Well, I'm an evangelist, and I'm a Sunday school teacher, and I'm, I'm starting to 
catch on where this is going. And it's coming around, oh, Lord. But the Holy Ghost, thank God the Holy Ghost was dealing with my heart. I wasn't planning on getting right with God. I, I, it wasn't on my agenda. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost will make you a successful soul winner. Amen. The Holy Ghost will make you a successful businessman. The Holy Ghost will make you into something that the Bible says when the Spirit of God came upon Saul, he was turned into another man. Some of us could use that. Amen. I sure could back then. And even more so today. God changed me. I'm not, you know, I'm not where I want to be. Amen. I'm still growing. But praise God, I'm still moving forward. So we, we ended up over there. The, you know, it came around full circle, ended up on me. You know, well, Alan, what are you doing? Y- y'all don't understand. I, I, was, I was like the mascot of First Assembly of God in Pasadena, Texas. I mean, I, I, was, I was the little blonde-haired boy with a hair combed out. I don't even look that way. I had a big fro like that when they came to see me 20, when I was 27. But, but I can remember Brother Goodwin holding me up in the pulpit because the youth were selling pepper, cans of, of, of McCormick pepper. And, and, you know, I don't know what they were doing it for, but they were selling it for something. And so they decided, actually it was the Royal Rangers, so they, they wanted me because I was the Royal Ranger mascot. I had my little Royal Ranger uniform on. I had my little hat on. Had my, you know, I was all dolled out. And uh, so Brother Goodwin had me up on his knee, and I was pulling away from him the whole time. And so... You know, he gave the little spiel about selling pepper. And, and so he said, Alan, so how much is this pepper? I said, well, it's a pepper a dollar. And when I said that, they sold all the pepper. So anyway, I was, I was the mascot. I, was, I, I, I drove around with Brother Goodwin. I spent time with Brother Goodwin. I, we, there, there were times when we would go over to their house after church uh, on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, and, and, and I slept in their beds, and I, and I, I was around the people of God, and as long as I, I knew those people, I knew they loved me, I knew they cared for me, I knew they were genuine. I, I, I saw the power of God working in their lives. They gave the glory to God for everything that happened. Supernatural things I saw. Uh, tremendous things I saw. Uh, the, the Brother, Brother Hagen would come through that church and, and, and teach the Word of God. And I can remember seeing my, my little uh, friend, Kenny Hart, he was probably eight or nine years old, and Brother Hagen running down the prayer line like this, running. And all my, all my Kenny Hart especially, because I was sitting about where Chris was, and Kenny fell right at my feet right there and was out. I said, I know Kenny, that's real. Amen, I knew God was real. I knew the anointing was real. I knew the Holy Ghost was real. But I thought I could do, do it my own way. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Sister Goodman turned around and looked at me, Alan, what are you doing for God? I said, running. (laughs) But on the inside, in my heart, I had this conversation. I've tried a hundred times to serve God. I've cried, I've bawled, I've squalled, I've come up to the altar. I've had Sister Goodman pray for me, Brother Goodman pray for me. And, and, And because of fear of being rejected, because of peer pressure, because of what other people might think of me, I thought, well, I've got to get over here and I've got to do this because this is what the cool people are doing. And in doing that, 
It, it, it start, it, all the devil had all glitters, but it's not gold. I mean, listen, you know, Marlboro Country, you know where Marlboro Country is? It's over here in the graveyard. You don't know where Miller Time puts you? Put you in a wrecked car somewhere. Amen. And, 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 and listen, teenagers, young people, you see these things uh, uh, on the media. You see these things, the, the music that's pumped into young people's heads today. It's, it's, it's powerful, and, it, and, it, and it, 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 it's wicked. It's a wicked thing, and, it, and it, it really forces people to make wrong decisions because they want to be accepted. They don't think they're going to be accepted. But in my heart, I had this conversation. When Sister Goodwin asked me that, I could see it coming to me just as, just, man, here we go. And I, I said this to myself. I said, you know, as long as I knew these people, they've loved me. Because love never fails. And I said this, I'm going to serve God for the rest of my life. I, I just had that conversation on the inside of me. I said, I'm going to pray this prayer tonight with Sister Goodwin, and I'm going to serve God the rest of my life. I got down on my knees with an 80-year-old woman. She was sitting in a chair, and I got down on my knees, and I prayed a simple prayer, God, forgive me. Lord, I've sinned. Forgive me for what I've done. Cleanse me with your blood. And she said, receive the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit came upon me. I began to speak in other tongues. And listen, I didn't shed a tear. I didn't, I didn't have some big emotional response. But something changed. It wasn't something spectacular, but it was something supernatural. Because I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I was addicted to cocaine. I was addicted to drugs. I was on my way to a devil's hell. I was addicted to gambling. One of the worst addictions I ever had was gambling. I was in a five-year poker game. I mean, it didn't last five years, but we played for five solid years. <laughs> Amen. But, but there was something about it that it got its hooks in me, and I couldn't, I couldn't get rid of it. There was something about tobacco it got its hooks in me. I couldn't get rid of it. There was something about alcohol. Alcohol is terrible. There's a lot of sipping saints out there. There's a lot of people out there that says, oh, it's okay. listen, man, don't play with those, that stuff, man. Don't play with that stuff, man. Serve God. Do everything you can to please God. Faith pleases God. Amen. Amen. But, but, but I got caught up in that stuff. And I prayed a simple prayer with an 80-year-old woman. I poured my heart out to God and just said, God, here I am. I ain't much, but here I am. Start off making $6.38 an hour at Todd Shipyard. Amen. But God took me. And he saved me. And he delivered me. And I never took another drink since. I never smoked another cigarette since. I never did it. I never played another game of cards. And gambled. Why? Because I took one step to the cross. Amen. And people loved me. People were led by the Holy Spirit to minister to me. Listen, there's people that, go, that are going to be walking into this church that we have to be led by the Holy Spirit. There's times when people walk in here, and I, I just I go to my office. I say, God, what do I do? What do we do? Th today, Brother Bo, he came back here and prayed with me. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? God can handle it. There's times we have to hear from the Holy Ghost because, listen, we're not going to have all the answers in these last days. But I want to tell you, he's there. He's available. He's there to help you with your kids. 
He's there to reveal to you things to come. He's your helper. He's your God. He's your teacher. Hey, man. Let's look at one scripture here in John 16. I don't, I don't want to speak and not give you the word. We need to always need to go to the word. Amen. John chapter 16, verse 7, Jesus said, Nevertheless, I'll tell you the truth. It's expedient for you. He didn't say it's expedient for me. He says it's expedient for us that I go away. Now, notice he didn't say it's expedient for you that I die. It's expedient for us that he died to save us. But it's expedient for us that he go away. Why? So that he can pour into us the same power that empowered him. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. I I like it over here in the Amplified. It says, however, I'm telling you the truth. Uh, Nothing. Wait, let me. However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, good, expedient, and advantageous for you that I go away because if I go not away, the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, and standby will not come unto you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you and to be in close fellowship with you. And, and when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to uh, bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness and about righteousness of the heart and right standing with God and about judgment of sin because they do not believe in me and trust in me. That's the one sin that'll send you to hell. Listen, being a drug addict don't send you to hell. Amen. Being a murderer don't send you to hell. What sends you to hell is the rejection of Jesus Christ. Of sin, of righteousness, about righteousness, righteousness of the heart, and right standing with God because I go to my Father and you will see me no more, and about judgment because the ruler, the evil genius prince of this world, Satan, is judged and condemned and sentenced already is passed upon him. Praise God. So what does the Holy Ghost come to do? He's come to help us. He's come to comfort us. He's come to strengthen us. He's come to be our standby. He's come to be our intercessor. That's why Jesus said, look, Jesus could only be in one place. But, but when he died on the cross, when he brought his blood up in, into heaven and poured out his blood upon, the, he poured it out on the judgment seat, but when he poured it out, it became the mercy seat. And, and mercy was extended to a dying world. And when he did that, every person that came to God through that blood, what happened was, was they became a clean container now that Jesus could pour out the Holy Spirit on and fill. So Jesus says, it's expedient for me that I go away. Why? So I can fill you with all these attributes of the Holy Ghost. Why? So you can be led by the Spirit of God. So that you can hear the voice of God so that you can be effective in everything you do for God. Amen. Praise God. Is that good enough for tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus, that you were willing, Lord, to go to the cross. The Bible says, for the joy that was set before you. 
And Lord, I believe that that joy that was set before you was every person that's sitting in this room right now. I believe it's every person that's on the face of this planet right now. Jesus, you paid the price in your blood so that every man, every woman, every boy and girl can be saved, can be in right standing with you. The gospel is simple, but there's so many that haven't even heard. Lord, you've saved us. Lord, you've filled us with the Holy Spirit. You said in in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, that we should receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon us. To be witnesses. That word witness is the word martyr. That means be able to give ourselves up for a cause. And as David said when he faced Goliath, is there not a cause? Lord, there's a cause out there tonight. Lord, there's people out there tonight that's hurting. Lord, there's people out there tonight, Lord, that need to hear your voice, God. Lord, speak through our voice. Lord, love through our hands, God. Heal through our hands, God. Less of us and more of you, Jesus. Less of us and more of the word. And Lord, take that word and by the power of the Holy Spirit, empower it in our lives, in our mouths. Manifest yourself among us. Father, I thank you for the gifts of the Spirit. Lord, I thank you that they're just not for the four walls of this church. But God, open our eyes to see people the way you see them. Open our hearts to love people the way you love them. God, let us see people and value people the way you value them, God. For in heaven, Lord, the greatest the greatest value it's not the streets of gold the greatest treasure yeah it's Jesus but also the greatest treasure is people and heaven's not going to be the same unless the church does their job and Lord we're saved from this place Lord we'll go into the world Lord because you've empowered us because we're led by your spirit and we're your sons and daughters Father I thank you for the word that goes forth tonight And Father, I thank you, Lord, we're just not hearers of it. Lord, let us be doers of the Word of God. Lord, let us encourage one another, Father, as believers. Lord, let us minister to one another. Let us speak to one another. Lord, you said be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Father, I thank you for spiritual songs. Hallelujah. Thank you for spiritual songs. Lord, to be upon Brother Roland, Brother Chris. Upon Brother Frank, new songs from heaven. Shika that bring the glory of God. Sango de Boshite. Isombreta Kerebosimbretashikite. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The greatest way we can pray is through praise and worship. Praising you, worshiping you. Thank you, Father. For an increase in the gifts of the Spirit, Lord. Lord, not just not just in Pastor Rusty, Lord, not just not just in, in, in ministry, Lord, but in, in out here, Lord, among us, God. Let the Spirit of God flow, God, in our meetings, God. Thank you, Lord, that people will step out, God. Lord, in tongues and interpretation of tongues. Thank you for liberty, God. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And Lord. We can do nothing without you. We can do nothing, but with you, God, all things are possible. 
And Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. Lord, before we go, Lord, we acknowledge you as a God who loves us, who cares about us, and that with you we can do all things, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for it, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Let's all stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we just thank you for this night, God. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We trust that you enjoyed the podcast. For service times and special events, visit our webpage at www.islandchurchgalveston.com. You can contact us by phone at 409-770-9113. We are located at 2411 69th Street, Galveston, Texas. And remember to keep looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith.